Thanks for listening to the Embrace the Madness podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode. My name's Madeline. Here we talk about what it means to live a conscious life and how you can make tiny little baby steps to creating your reality. So last week we talked about how important it is to live in the present moment, kind of what it means, what it feels like when we're living in the past and the future, which are kind of yucky places to be if you're not careful and kind of how you can apply mindfulness to your life. And I don't know, it just creates such a beautiful, beautiful thing. I just realized that I said, I don't know. And someone pointed out to me, my friend Peyton, and he was like, well, don't just say, you know, you know, speak your truth. So I'm trying to be mindful of that. (laughs) But anyways, so this week, I just kind of want to pause, reflect, look back at everything that we've talked about. This is kind of where I ended the whole introduction section. And what I wanted to do with the first uh, several episodes, which I guess just so happens to be six or five or whatever, is kind of set the scene to, I guess, what I've learned up until this moment and what's kind of helped me when looking at how to live consciously and why it's just so important, so meaningful, at least in my opinion. So we talked about a lot of different things. We got to some really gritty stuff, what we're doing on this planet, what our meaning is, how important a reality check is and accountability and how our ego kind of messes with us, could even self-sabotage us, stuff like that, and why it's important to live in the present moment. And I guess my method to the madness, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just wanted to drop that silly joke. Anyways, I feel like understanding this stuff will create some space in our lives where I guess stagnant energy used to be. And with all this new space, we have a lot of time and energy and emotional space too to do the hard work, follow our dreams, create a reality. So that's kind of my whole spiel on episodes two through six. And We'll talk about some of those in detail a little bit, and I also thought it would probably be a cool idea, just since we're reflecting anyways, to use that parallel and kind of have a little moment where I reflect on my past year and talk about what worked and what didn't work and stuff like that and how self-care kind of blew up in my life and just really illuminated things for me and yeah. And then at the end, I'll talk about kind of our plans for the future of the podcast. So I already kind of explained the method to the madness. We have to create that space so we have room to create. And I think that this is kind of mind-blowing to me when you think about it on a larger scale, whatever that higher power or energy or God created this universe that we exist in, and it kind of mimics the smaller version of that creation. So when we create our reality or art or any, when we create anything, we are paralleling that, that fact of something creating something kind of like the birth of something. Oh, it's just, I don't know. It just makes me really excited. And it reminds me of my strength and power. And maybe, maybe it sounds cool to you too. 
So let's just get into a little spiel of what we've learned from the episodes that we've already talked about. And I guess this could be like a little Spark Notes version if you're just now tuning in. But I highly, highly recommend listening to all of them. We kind of get into serious stuff and I'm just going to lightly, gently recap here. So the first real episode, we talked about our existence, what we're doing on this planet, and just looking at things kind of cut and dry. So I'm sure you've seen memes or anybody talking about it. We're literally bones, skeletons walking around with these meat sacks around us with muscles and blood vessels and brain cells and all these things. And the earth's literally, I mean, due to gravity, but suspended in the air and just revolving around a star. And it's just really important to consider that when things get hard or stupid or angry and just be like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, what, how big of an impact is this? We're only here for a very short amount of time. I just watched the coolest video. I can link you. <laughs> I can link you if you're interested, but it's like journey to the end of time and it takes where we are now in the universe and through the research of scientists and physicists, they've looked at trillions, 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 even more trillions than that years in the future and just kind of the course of action and what's going to happen with the planet and the sun and the other stars and the black holes and there's a black hole graveyard. So you should check it out. (laughs) But I just think that that as morbid as it sounds, I just think that that's an important thing that we come to terms with and accept and stay conscious of just so that we don't take ourselves too seriously or yeah that's really all I have to say about that and if you want to get into the religion part of it I think that we can all agree that something created us whether it's energy or God or a big cute kitten in the sky (laughs) so let's just look at the science and the biology of it So the next episode, we talked about meaning and purpose. And since I kind of went into all that with our existence, I, what I got out of that was there's no, there's no meaning. There's no, I mean, there's some weird rhyme or reason, but we're not really sure what it is. We can just observe it in our, in nature. But With that being said, I think that that leaves a blank canvas and that means that we have to create it. And it sounds kind of scary and intimidating and it kind of is really scary and really intimidating because we have so many options. But I think that it actually leaves a lot of room for exciting things and there's no wrong answers and it's your blank that you got to fill in. And realizing that kind of helps us to stay conscious of, okay, well, if my purpose is to share the love and light, then what are some ways I can do that? And just kind of diving into your purpose so that way you can structure your life around that and feel totally fulfilled. So that brings us to the next episode, which reality check. I think that a lot of us are sleeping and I'm not immune either. And so I feel like we have to kind of just like pull out the big flashlight and look at our lives completely and say, hmm, here's some spots that I haven't really tended to. 
there's this whole side of my life that I haven't even thought about. Oh gosh, I wanted to do this, but I'm way, way, way too far behind. And we just need to make sure we stay awake so that we can stick to our journey and do what we want. And I also think that we do need to realize that the way our society and things are structured, they want us to stay asleep because our potentials are way awesome and they're way scared and they can't make money off of us when we're living our dreams and doing things for ourselves. So I think that it's also our power that we need to take back and fight the good fight and fight back. These are our lives. We're going to take control and you can't stop me. So what can stop you, we learned, is your ego, which in the episode, I just really get into the evolutionary side of it. And we realize that the ego is just trying to protect us. It's kind of like that that mediator between the spiritual, energetic world and the physical, tangible world. And so since we come from animals, we have a lot of primitive brain functions that come through when our survival is threatened, which is known as the fight or flight. And so now that we're kind of like this newer evolved society, we've got cell phones and Facebook and stuff like that and social media. And there's just a lot of other things that trigger our egos when we're actually not in danger. And so instead of kind of reprimanding or getting upset with this reality, we can kind of transform that relationship into a friendship and one of balance and understanding and acceptance, but also uh, kind of laying down the law because we don't deserve to live a life of self-sabotage just because there's a part of us that's scared. And I think that we can't really just get rid of the ego because I'm not really sure what would happen because I haven't really been able to like fathom that. But I just think it would be weird and I think we would be miserable when we have to live our lives in this human society anyways so we can just kind of reassess our our perspective. And then that brings us to the most recent episode where we talked about how we can kind of escape the ego and its wrath by living in the present. And really it's the only the only thing that we know to be in existence and true and real is just every moment that we have right now. So I think it's important to know that you can be safe in that moment if you choose to ground yourself and focus on kind of what we've all talked about since here. We are part of something greater and what I'm upset about is just an emotion and it's important to let it come but then also not to identify with it. And when we can stay in the present and kind of hold our past and our future in front of us and know that that's not who we are and who we're going to be and just realizing that our present moment is the best place to be. We get to see life right in front of us and it's a really beautiful place. So that's kind of a really quick spiel, really fast actually. I hope that it was concise and not too fast. I'm trying to record this before I go into work for a training class, I move on Friday. Well, we get the key on Friday. And so I just 
know that I'm probably not going to have any time to record this and I'm trying to be proactive. So I, I think I should have enough time. But just thinking about all of this and didn't want to have to get into too much detail on stuff that we've already talked about. And like I said, I encourage you to tune in to the other episodes. They're super, super good, super informative and way more in depth than my recap. But thinking about all those kind of, and we all know that 2020 is coming in a couple weeks. I figured, what the heck, it's not too early to talk about kind of just a bigger, grander reflection in our lives in the past year. And I think it's always a good time to pause and reassess and say, okay, this is what worked. This is what didn't really work. I had a really good time doing this or dang, I made that mistake again for the fourth year in a row. Kind of just that kind of idea. And so I think, I think I've had a really, a really good year so far. I realized the importance of self-care. And so that was kind of a whole lot of my life is just researching what does it mean? What does it mean on an individual level? What does it mean on a Madeline level? Uh, and if you follow my blog, Madly in Love, I actually did an acronym. I have to finish the last one, but I realized that I couldn't write about them until I kind of mastered it in my life. And I still love cheeseburgers and ice cream. So the eat to nourish part, that's to be, to be determined, which is the last E. But I just, in creating that acronym and Uh, challenging myself to write about each one kind of made me reassess, okay, well, what role does this piece of self-care have in my life? And what are, what is it? What are ways that it's manifesting in my life? Where, where do I stand on the spectrum? Am I taking care of myself? Am I not? Am I still making mistakes and hurting myself? And so that was just a cool, super cool thing that I was able to go through setting boundaries, respecting yourself, being authentic with yourself, embracing the darker sides that are kind of ugly and we don't like acknowledging or accepting and just really got into some heavy stuff. But I think that I've truly come out on the other side and just know myself so much deeper. And I'm really grateful that I've had the opportunity to take this journey and realize how cool I am and my potential for greatness and stuff like that. And something else I realized was, I mean, one, not to mention this was 25 whole years of my 26-year-old life, but there exists this weird normalcy of self-deprecation. And I even was a, that, that was a huge part of my life for a long time. It's so funny I mean, yeah, you don't want to take yourself seriously, but you also don't want to just completely talk shit about yourself all the time because that's not getting anywhere, anywhere, any, anyone, anywhere. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I just said, but I just realized how sad and how unnecessary it is and that I created this whole skewed mindset and perspective of myself. And now I'm having to unlearn all of those behaviors and rebuild that friendship with myself. But I mean, it's possible and I've totally been able to do it. I catch myself, my thoughts all the time now, and I try to make sure that 
I don't say anything uh, self-deprecating or hurtful or demeaning about anyone else. And it's truly been a really enjoyable experience. And I recommend for you to think about that because it's just like, you know, like we have that power in ourselves and we are God or the universe. We are that part. It's like you're saying like you're talking shit about God and that's just not nice because whoever, whatever provided a lot for us and so much abundance. And if we're just going to talk shit about them, then we're just being ungrateful. So I've taken the time to remind myself of that and look at me grow. So another thing that I've been really trying to challenge myself and work on is setting goals. And I've just always been this person to kind of, oh, yeah, I want to do this when I grow up or this or this, but I never actually take the time to break it down. And so years pass and I'm like, well, cool. I haven't made any progress. So this year I tried to really really get better at setting goals, mini, mini goals and creating little mini breakdowns of that goal to get things accomplished. And I would say that it's working and I'm super excited because I've just never been really like that kind of goal oriented. I have, I guess like a bigger, bigger goal, um, in the back of my mind, but specific goals were something that I needed to work on. And I would say that it really helped breaking them down because when they're so big and distant and out of reach, it it gets kind of scary. And it's like, Oh God, I don't know how I'm going to do all that. So we kind of just like get freaked out and back out of it. And I noticed myself doing that a lot. And I noticed that when you do that, time passes and then you are like, dang, I could have used all that time to do this. But it's necessary. I learned a lot and stuff like that. And I think a huge thing that I needed to adopt and accept and acknowledge and integrate into my life is accountability. I've always been one who relies on external accountability. I am a raging perfectionist that I'm trying to calm down, figure out that, heal those parts of me. But I loved getting, or I was just really good at school. And so that kind of academic validation was always something that I strived for. And when I got out of college, I lost a schedule and didn't have any deadlines. You have to create your own deadlines, apparently, and make sure that you get your job done, which is like mind blowing to me because I don't know. But that just was kind of made aware to me over the last few years. So I was like, Oh, I need to get better about this. And it's been a, it's been a journey. And like I said, I'm learning about myself, but I'm also, I get into it a little bit in that blog post, but when you set boundaries with yourself and others and stuff like that, it just really strengthens the relationship you had. And It was important for me to realize that since I created my meaning, I was really the only person responsible for my life and what I could create. And I can't, I can't rely on all that external validation or people holding me accountable because people, people live for themselves and it's hard to base your life around other people and you just end up waiting around and 
excuses get made and it just all turns into a big lump. But I just, I deserve the things that I want. And I realized that and realized that I needed to be accountable for myself. And it was up to me to make sure those things uh, followed through. And so, yeah, it just starts a cycle. And it, it's hard being accountable and telling yourself no when you really want to say yes is really hard and I'm not perfect and I'm still working on it. But when you have done it and you're able to look back and you can kind of trace your progress and look at your achievements and accomplishments and just really feel that it's just like really powerful. And so I think that's what inspires me to stay on track and stay disciplined and I'll let you know when I when I learn how to stop hoarding clutter and stay disciplined about my cleaning habits, but that's neither here nor there. And anyway, so yeah, just thinking about this whole podcast reflection, it was funny. I was cleaning and getting stuff uh, ready to move with my sister the other day, and I found this sheet of paper where I had... I was writing down questions of what does it mean uh, to have a podcast? Who's your audience and all that stuff. And so just being able to say, whoa, I'm already on episode seven. I remember when I was thinking about maybe I should create one. And it's just really cool when you can break things down. And it's just like a whole epiphany to me. But anyways, I've just grown so much in this past year and I think it's because I've learned to trust myself and trust my journey and respect myself and it's just I'm so grateful for everything that's happened and all the people that I've met and all the friends that I share with and it's just really 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 exciting and it reminds me of my strength and my potential and what I can do and I'm really, really, really looking forward to 2020. I'm just super stoked and I feel like it's going to be a really good year. What did they say? Hindsight's always 2020. <laughs> I hope that this year is good for you as well. And I think that when you can start to create this relationship with yourself, that things just the gears start flowing and things get better and and that could happen with age and experience, but I just, I just feel a lot of, a lot of stuff. And I just want to do my part and help everyone realize that. And so this whole reflection journey, setting the stage is for the next part of the show. And that's where I'm going to spend, I think maybe like 10 or something episodes covering self-care and the things that I've learned. We'll go into boundaries. We'll go into self-talk. We'll go into accountability and all those things. And we'll really just dive into my experience with those and how taking care of ourselves will create our lives. And I mean, we technically were the center of our own individual universe and it's that relationship. I kind of have boiled it down to the universe experiencing itself as a human and kind of each learning different lessons through each of the six billion, zillion, trillion, 
things that are happening in the world. And so it's cool because everybody's perspective is different and it's like it's learning different lessons. And so I want to just focus on myself and take care of myself so that I can, I can, I can heal those wounds and heal the collective consciousness and our unconsciousness, heal the collective. And yeah, I feel like self-care is a big hurdle that you need to overcome and appreciate so that you can create your intention as well. And how I kind of got to that is just this whole self-awareness and stuff. And I realized that I was doing all these things over time, years and years of the same mistakes. And no wonder I'm not growing in this part or succeeding here and the relationships and stuff like that. And really there was a whole lot of me that was scared and not confident and didn't believe that I could do these things. And it was literally inhibiting my dreams and my ambitions. And all of these limiting beliefs in my subconscious just really, really just stopped me from moving upwards. And I mean, I feel like I've grown. I mean, and growth's never linear anyways, but I just feel like it was a smaller slope. So I realized that it is what it is. And I, I just, unfortunately, I wasn't taught how to take care of myself. And that's okay. I mean, in a society that preys on people not taking care of themselves, it's just a common thing. I think it's just, yeah, it's a common thing. But it's kind of that thing that we talked about in the reality check episode is, well, now that I realized that and I wasn't taught, I don't think anybody's about to teach me now. So we kind of have to do the work and teach ourselves and truly invest in the relationship with ourselves because we're the only person that's going to be with us always for our whole life and no one's going to do the work for you. And doing my research, I realized it's not, it's not like cover self-care that people are talking about, like bubble baths and pedicures and shopping sprees. It's, it's some real shit. It's looking at your whole entire life, almost like with scrutiny, but like the good kind, really just looking at all the mistakes you've made and all the successes too, but really just looking at why you made those mistakes, where those beliefs came from. And just, it just really helped me to look at the pain and also look at the pain that I was creating for myself. But I think that when we can acknowledge and embrace those parts of us, then we can heal that part. And I think that if we don't really take care of ourselves, then we don't really care about our future. And that's what I realized. Um, I just wasn't taking care of myself the way that I needed to be and looking for all that in other people. And that's never going to come. But reality is awesome. And I'm doing things that I never dreamed of. Well, I mean, I dreamed, but I never thought would come true. But it's all because when you can do this work and do the things that you were meant to do, things just start getting real. They start getting real. 
So I guess that's really all I have to talk about this week. Look at me go. I got just enough time to brush my teeth and get ready for the meeting. So next week we'll talk about more in depth about my self-care journey and what my experience is with it and maybe like a little rehash of uh, what we're going to talk about. Some things we'll talk about over the next couple of months and just, yeah, just that introduction into the next part of the podcast that I still am so proud that I created. I'm still loving hearing all of y'all's feedback. It's just, this has been a really good experience for me too. I think talking about these things is kind of therapeutic. And I mean, I guess that's what therapy is too, but it's just been good. And it's been awesome hearing your feedback and just knowing that the things that I share and talk about are relatable and people's lives are changing every day. So yeah, I'm going to go get ready. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at embracethemadnesspodcast.com. I mean, that's not right. At Embrace the Madness Podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.